Bang! What's up, y'all? I'm Nick, a senior writer over here at Sports Pack 12, and this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So I'll be answering the questions you sent in here in a podcast format, and if you'd like a written response, send them over to fellow senior writer and Dane Miller. And so in all seriousness, I have a lot of fun answering these questions. They take my research and my thinking all over the conference. And one point I want to reiterate is I'm just like you. I'm a Pac-12 fan, so in all seriousness, we're one and the same. We may cheer for different schools, but hey, we're all Pac-12 fans in the end. We're very similar. So from down south to the Arizona schools, to up north to the Washington schools, to east out in Utah and Colorado, we got Oregon and Cali in between. And in our entirety, we make up the Pac-12 conference. And even though we compete against each other during the year, let's come together for this podcast and have a heck of a lot of fun. So without further ado, let's get to today's question. And thanks for tuning in as always. Let's get straight to it today. We got a question from Lesson Denver and it asks, any chance Colorado makes it to a bowl? Or is that too much to ask in Darrell's first year? So again, the question from Les, any chance the Buffs make it to a bowl? Or is that too much to ask in Darrell's first year? So the short answer is that I don't think that Colorado is going to make a bowl. I just think they have way too much to overcome. And I'll hop into that in a little bit here. But I do want to say this isn't a foregone conclusion. This isn't one of those seasons where it's like the Buffs are doomed to be last in the conference. Is their team talented? No, not at all. But there are some factors that play in here where the Colorado really could find themselves maybe even second in the South by year's end. So, and I mean that. Again, I don't personally think that. I think they're probably going to be dead last in the South. But there's a lot of flexibility within the South this year, that's for sure. So let's get hop right into it. And first and foremost, they lost LaVisca Schnault Jr. He is so much to make up for. I mean, essentially impossible to be quite frank, especially at a school like Colorado. He just did everything. He was a deep threat. He played when he was hurt. He was a cool, calm, collected leader. And replacing him is not going to happen. The Buffs are in a boatload of trouble trying to figure this out. And now defenses can cheat up in the box. So it's it's just really, really going to be hard to replace him. And now you're looking at another kind of factor here that a lot of people may not think about ever again. But they lost a very solid second receiver in Tony Brown put up really good numbers last year in his own right with 700 receiving yards and six touchdowns. So just, I mean, you're losing essentially your two biggest playmakers. You also lost a senior quarterback in Steven Montez, which I'll dive into a little bit deeper here. But again, just losing LaVisca Schnault Jr., you're not going to be able to replace that. And to think otherwise is probably pretty foolish. And again, to add on, they lost Tony Brown, which really just leaves them very bare at the receiver in all-around playmaking positions. So their biggest threat this year is probably going to be Katie Katie Nixon, (laughs) which really fails in comparison. So yeah, uh, not going to be a lot of fun on the offensive side of the ball for the Buffs. And so again, first reason, losing LaVisca Schnault Jr. with a little caveats. Second reason, and I know no Buff fans wants to hear it, so I'm not trying to harp her. Normally I'd make fun of you, but today I'm not going to do it. Losing Mel Tucker is going to hurt. He was a great defensive-minded head coach. I mean, he had an absolutely amazing pedigree. Absolutely amazing. I mean, he learned from under some of the best programs in the country, some of the best head coaches in the country. So really, just losing him is, again, just really going to hurt. I would love to sugarcoat it and be like, oh, you didn't lose a good one. No, you lost a good one. 
With that being said, I don't know how it will turn out for him in Michigan State. I feel he may have actually been better suited to stay in Colorado. I think there may be a racial element in play here. You look at the Pac-12, there's a lot more African-American coaches. And to the African community as a whole, Colorado is probably more accepting than Michigan, to be quite frank. And no disrespect to the Midwest. My dad's from Cleveland. My mom's from Chicago. So I got nothing but love for the Midwest. But that is a factor to consider. So if you're a Buffs fan, Mel Tucker may not have success in Michigan State. But that doesn't mean that he wasn't an amazing or wouldn't have been a perfect fit for Colorado. So went on a little tangent there. But again, he was a great defensive-minded head coach and just really the perfect type of guy for Colorado. I mean, that high altitude, you can wear teams down. And if you got that physical, tough it out, grind nose style, grind nose, <laughs> that's a new term. If you got, you know, that grinding physical style, it can wear out some teams, especially with the altitude. So I really liked his fit in Boulder. Either way, he's gone. I know you don't want to hear any, anything more about him. So we'll move on. We'll maybe not yet. Got one more thing. Another thing about this whole situation is since there wasn't spring ball, I think it just really left a bad taste in a lot of fans' mouths. And with spring ball, you know, there would have been some things to discuss. Instead, there's really been nothing. And you're kind of forced to focus on the Mel Tucker situation. So I think that this could still be lingering over the program next year, especially if Darrell gets off to a slow start, like an 0-2 or 0-3 start. Probably unlikely. I don't have their preseason schedule off the top of my head here, but I'm taking a wild guess they have a cupcake in one of those first two or three. So he should be all right, and I don't think that will necessarily happen. But if you're just looking at the whole body of work last year, the defensive style, and we're switching back to Tucker here, I mean, really impressive offensive outings against Nebraska and Arizona State with two wins there, and impressive defensive outings with victories against UW and Stanford. But granted, and one thing I do want to say, I think Darrell's in a much, much tougher situation than uh, what's-his-face was, than Tucker was. You'll probably, probably appreciate that I forgot his name. I know that's something y'all are probably trying to do. But seriously, Tucker walked into such a solid situation last year, having Steven Montez, having LaVisca Schnault Jr., and again, with his defensive pedigree, you had a nice little balance there. And there's a reason the Buffs were pretty solid last year. I mean, 5-7 and seven's not amazing, not better than they've been the previous two years, but again, pretty solid. And... A win against Nebraska, ASU, and UW. Those three victories were really impressive. So first two reasons, again, I like to break it down, you know, sequential order, losing LaVisca Chenault Jr. and the rest of the Calvary, and losing Mel Tucker. Two reasons I really don't think they're going to make a bowl game. And third, and how I feel is pretty much the most pivotal point of all these, even though the first two are very, very pivotal, their offensive line is probably pretty weak. And this is just a losing formula for any team on any level. People always seem to forget that. You've probably heard this rant before, so we'll move on. And you're looking at that combined with no real deep threats. Like I mentioned, Katie Nixon's the only option, and you can't consider him a real, real deep threat. He's a good player, no doubt. A good player for sure, but not a real deep threat. And so you have a weak line. You have no no one to stretch the defense. And this is combined with the offense, or excuse me, this isn't combined. This is based off of offense last year. He was ranked 83rd in the nation in total offense and finished 100th in the nation in scoring with only 23.5 points per game. So you're losing a lot of talent to already bad offense, and I just don't see how this gets better. I mean, there's really no way, unless Durrell does a heck of a job, a heck of a job. And I'm not saying he can't. Again, I'm not saying he can't, but I find it unlikely. But hey, we're all not trying to be all Debbie Downers here. There may be a little hope. And so, and this is serious, again, I think the Buffs are going to suck. I stand by that. I've said that the last three, four, five weeks, and I'm very consistent with that. I just don't think they're going to be good at all. Like I said, last place in the South. But I'd be lying to you if I said there isn't another side of the coin here. 
And what I want to look at is how weak the South is. I know Pac-12 fans were so good. They were so good. No, the South is absolutely terrible this year. And I think that, that the Buffs could reasonably beat any team in the South on a given day, with the exception of maybe a USC. And no, this isn't like me trying to make you feel good. This is facts. You look at it, ASU, even though a lot of people have them projected to win the conference because of Jaden Daniels, they have a terribly weak offensive line. They had a terribly weak offensive line last year, and they lost five starters from that unit. Or excuse me, not five starters, but at least five pivotal Five guys who played a pivotal role from your starting offensive line. Why Why do I keep saying starting? Five pivotal offensive line players. They lost them all. So you're looking at ASU. They also lost Brandon Ayuk and Arno Benjamin. So really on offense, they're bare. And I think the Buffs could hang around and steal that game. You're looking at the Utah team. Lost essentially everyone. So much talent. And now they're in the middle of a scandal regarding racist allegations. So you're just looking at those two teams. The Buffs could beat them. Seriously, 100%. And then you look at UCLA and Zona, well, I mean, those are winnable games to begin with. So those are four real games you can win in the South. I mean, the South is very, very troubled. And if the Buffs can just find something on offense, they may be all right. I think the defense could still be pretty solid since Tucker probably implemented a good system. So, yeah, I mean, I just think that the South is just really just terrible this year. And my next point is probably something that a lot of Buffs fans, probably most football experts would disagree with here. But I think losing Steven Montez is a positive. I know I like stutter like even I was surprised to say it. But if you seriously look at it, he was never a winner. He was five and seven essentially three years in a row. And granted, you know, football is a team sport, but he was not a winner. Yes, he broke so many Colorado records. Seriously, so many Colorado records. I know he's probably loved in Boulder, but as a guy who's went to a struggling college in a football program who's consistently been terrible, you always say that about like quarterback on a bad team oh he broke a bunch of records you know great guy but no he wasn't a winner and that's what really matters at the quarterback position Tim Tebow gets a lot of knocks on him but he won a playoff game Steven Montez went five and seven did not have one winning season didn't make one bowl game so with all the records he broke losing him could actually be a positive I I know that a lot of people will not see it that way but I truly mean that I'm not saying that it will be better but it could be I mean, they're pretty inexperienced at quarterback next position, or excuse me, at quarterback next year. So it's not like you have any real hotshot commodities coming in. But again, Steven Montez, overall, 15 and 21 in three years. Does that really sound that good to you? So again, losing him could add some some kind of spark to the program. So again, for some hope, which is not my belief, but for some hope, the South is weak. ASU and Utah in the middle of some really weird situations, or well, Utah and ASU just lost essentially everything on offense, and UCLA and Zone are more winnable to begin with. So, again, could really do some things in the South. And then the loss of Steven Montez, who knows? It could work in your benefit. I'm not, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but it's definitely positive or definitely possible. So, again, my answer is <laughs> they're not gonna make a bowl. I'd expect a very terrible year. And the three reasons are because they lost LaVisca Schnault Jr. and Tony Brown. Losing Mel Tucker is going to hurt. And they have a weak offensive line. Thank you for the question, Les. I really appreciate it. And have a great day. And hey, I might be wrong. I'm, I'm not the be-all of all information in the world. So who knows? Maybe the Buffs win the South next year. I think they're finishing dead last. I think they're booty. I think they're going to lose. I think they're going to lose a lot of games. But seriously, hey, anything can happen. Have a great day.